Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, guys. Well, uh, welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray for You. Hope you guys are having a good week. Sorry, we're starting a little bit late here. Kristen and I had to organize a few of the prayer requests. We're kind of uh, having a minor amount of technical difficulties. As some of you know, Kristen's Facebook page got compromised, and um, it's difficult for us to get some of the prayer requests that we used to get. But in any event, we still get them all. It just takes a little bit longer to organize. Hey, guys, real quick. Um, we appreciate the many messages we get and we appreciate, you know, the prayer requests. We appreciate the thank yous and things like that. You guys can please whoever for the handful of people who occasionally send something like this, you can please stop asking Kristen to cover her head while she's praying. I'm going to tell you right now. First of all, Kristen doesn't do anything she doesn't want to do. That's number one. But number two, (laughs) number two, we, we don't cover our heads. We just don't. All right. Kristen, if you don't want to see Kristen's head, this is the wrong show for you. Frankly, (laughs) 99.99999% of all other men are really happy to see Kristen and her beautiful face. And I expect that really accounts for almost all of our male viewership. So uh, number one, it would be really bad for our ratings if Kristen's face was covered. And number two, we're just not going to do it. So, you know, honestly, if, and I'm not really interested in getting into a whole theological discussion, just beyond saying like, look, if that's what you believe, that's your business. This is not the right show for you. Okay, is that fair enough? All right. Kristen, do you want to add anything to that with your head uncovered? <laughs> That's hysterical. You are so funny. No, uh, I'm, I'm used to people asking perfect. me to cover my face, but for different reasons. So, oh, stop it. I am with the most handsome man. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I, you know, but I do want to say praise report. In yes, it's still technical difficulties with Facebook. But when we said pray for Kristen's Facebook, it did come back the next day. So, Thank you for whoever prayed for that. But um, yes. Yeah, and actually, that difference. brings us into our sermon, which you don't even know about. Because when you and I prayed oh. for that, actually, the way we prayed is that we thanked God that he was going to restore your Facebook account. Remember? Yes, that is right. And that brings us to a sermon, which is that the, the, the key to receiving answered prayer is thankfulness. Okay. The Bible says, and this is one of my favorite verses. You guys have heard me say this a bunch of times. Be anxious about nothing, but th- in all things through prayer and supplication and with thanksgiving, make your petitions known unto God, okay? Thanksgiving is one of the things that we really like just don't emphasize enough. When Jesus fed the multitude and he broke the bread and he divided the fish on it, the first thing he did was give thanks, okay? When Jesus uh, was was about to serve the last supper, first thing he did was give thanks. There's a, the Thankfulness is all throughout the book of Psalms. Give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. And it's something that gets left behind, but it's critical to receiving answered prayer, okay? Yes, God says he will answer your prayers. You know, Delight yourself in the Lord. He will give you the desires of your heart, okay? He says, have the faith of a mustard seed. You can tell this mountain to move itself into the, into the ocean, okay? But here's the thing. You can't have a, have a mustard seed worth of faith, okay? And then a gallon jar worth of doubt, all right? Your faith can be small in that it's going to grow, but it has no place for doubt. And what happens is between the point where you ask for something in prayer and the time you receive it, 
Okay. The enemy wants to use that time to cause you to have doubt so that you don't get it. The Bible actually says someone who is wavering like that, okay, will not have God answer anything for him. All right. See, we want our prayers answered immediately. And I'm not really sure where we got the idea that that could happen. If you think about it, it's just impractical. God is not a magic genie that you rub the lamp and all of a sudden, you know, he appears right there and, you know, he snaps his fingers and there you have something. Okay. You don't say, God, I need a new house. And all of a sudden, poof, there's a house. God, I need a new job. And by the time you're done praying, the phone is ringing, right? I mean, I know we all hear these sort of one in a million praise reports, you know, uh, at church every now and then, and we think, oh, that's going to be me. Look, when that happens, that's great. But as a practical matter, prayer is something we do in our time. Answering the prayer is something God does in his time. And he uses the time between point A and point B, okay, A, to test our faith, but also to get us to grow in faith, all right? And the way you do that is by giving your thanks as you're praying. I spoke to you last week about how God calls us perfect as we begin the process of being made perfect. It's it's a faith statement that he's making about us. It's the equivalent of going to college, and on the first day in college during orientation, they give you your diploma, and they say, congratulations, you've graduated. Now go to your first class, right? It's it's very weird. He calls us perfect first, and then we begin the process of being made perfect. But of course, just like you can't drop out of class and expect to get your diploma, you can't drop out of the process and expect for God to still call you perfect. Well, it's the same thing with receiving the answers to your prayers, okay? You you can't just pray for something and give thanks, but between the point where you've asked for something and the point it's gotten to you, you start to waver in your faith. That doesn't work. Look, it's very simple. I order things online all the time, okay? That's the equivalent of the prayer. The ordering is the prayer. I don't get it for a couple more days in the mail. In between the time I've ordered it and the time I've gotten it, okay, with the prayer, I still have to have faith that's going to come to me. Now, if I have faith that the good people over at Amazon and UPS and the Postal Service are going to deliver my my package to me, which I ordered, then how much more should I have faith in God who is good and who gives, who is a loving God and who gives generously to those who earnestly seek him, okay? So the point is this, simply, it is not enough to ask for something. Because once the ask is out there, the enemy wants to interfere with it. He wants to intercept that package that's coming to you. And he gets you to do that by getting you to doubt, okay? Your faith of a mustard seed can be counted, countered, I should say, with the enemy's doubt. He want, God wants you to be unwavering. The enemy wants you to be wavering so that you don't get the ultimate blessings because he understands the kind of damage you can do with it. Okay. And so when you're praying for something, it's not just God, I want this. It's not just God, we want Kristen's Facebook page to be restored. God, I want that job. God, I need that house. God, we're believing God. God, we're believing you for a child. It's thank you, God, that that Facebook page is restored. Thank you, God, that job is already mine. Thank you, God, that you already have the right house for us. Kristen and I, when we get married next year, we have we already thank God for the house that he has for us and actually the series of houses that he has for us, okay? So even though you haven't received it yet, the thankfulness, the thankfulness is the act of faith that gets it to you, that causes it to be delivered. I'm gonna go one step further. If I'm praying for a financial blessing, okay, the best way to demonstrate that thankfulness is to tithe 
on the financial blessing ahead of time. God, I'm, I'm expecting I'm expecting a raise. This job's going to pay me more per hour. I'm going to get an extra, whatever, $500 per paycheck. Here's my first tithe. Here's my $50 on that first paycheck, right in the bank like that. That's a faith statement. Step outside of your faith, okay? And I'm going to give you one more here. I'm going to give you one more. If you really, really want to see prayers answered, the prayers that I see answered the fastest are not prayers for things. It's prayers for growth and closeness to God. If you if your prayer is, God, I want to be closer to you. God, I want more of you. God, I need to know you better. That prayer is going to be answered pretty instantly. And when those prayers are answered, okay, then the floodgates of heaven are open up to you. Okay, so that's my message for you tonight. I'm kind of add a little bit of a bunny trail at the end there. I don't really care. I want to get it out. That could be its own sermon by itself. But the basic thing is this. Yeah, pray in faith, but then be thankful that you've received it. In fact. One of the things I told Kristen, I think I showed you guys this one time, is we were praying for a house. And so I went out and got a keychain shaped like a house. And so when I see it, I say, God, thank you that you have that house for me. So be thankful. Yes, pray for what you want. That's how you press the order button, but you get it delivered through your thankfulness because that's what keeps your faith unwavering. That's my message for you tonight. That's awesome. Awesome. I think one of my favorite lines that you said was, um, you know, a great retweetable quote would be, Prayer is what you do on your time. Answering it's what God does on his time. Well, actually, I, I, got like that. That. I got that from one of the greatest sports movies of all time, by the way, which I was thinking you and I should add to our, our watch list, which is uh, actually Rudy. Did you know that? Oh, <coughs> no, I in, know you mentioned in the, it. In the movie Rudy, one of the, the one of the subplots, or one of the early plots is that the main character wants to uh, get admission to the University of Notre Dame, and he's praying about it constantly. And he goes up to this priest and he, he says, I don't understand. I mean, have I not prayed enough? And and the priest says, I don't think that's a problem. You've been praying every day. But, you know, prayer is something we do in our time. Answering the prayer is something God does in, in his time. That's great. That's great. I love that. I also love, um, you know, it's just amazing because you think about the waiting. There's no waste. None of the time that you're waiting is wasted. You know, there's a purpose in that. And right. that helps us to be less frustrated when we know there's a purpose in this. There's not only just a time for that, but at the actual waiting period, like you said, it's a time for growth. It's God, it's, it's exciting things happen, happen during the waiting period. Yeah. Um, so listen, you know, you and I were talking, I think even last night about how we both had to wait to find each other for a long time. I mean, we we're both single, I think for seven years before we met each other, which is amazing considering how ridiculously good looking we are. But it, you know, I wouldn't want to go back to that period, but I'm very uh, grateful for it because God had put on my heart to pray for you seven years in advance, knowing how long it would take because he had a lot of things that he wanted me to accomplish in my life. I don't even mean professionally, just as far as building myself up spiritually in order to meet you. And so he uses the thing that he'll put something on your heart to pray for and then use that thing, use the target, use the goal. I don't want to say to incentivize, but really to encourage you to grow toward it, which I guess is yeah. incentivizing. And so, you know, God, listen, it'd be very easy for God just to give us everything we want all the time instantly. Okay. But he creates, he creates things that we want. He creates things that we need and kind of as, as the carrot in front of the horse. Okay. To lead us to a point where he wants us to get to. That's right. And two other thoughts. I feel like we always say, you know, God's timetable, you know, C.S. Lewis goes into great depth of this, of how God works outside of our timetable. And so um, just the, 
just the general idea of waiting and the whole timetable of what it looks like is very different in our perspective versus his ways. But the other thing is, is that science is catch always catches up to what God has already spoke spoken. And I think it's interesting because even in the secular science world, they say instead of complaining, instead of getting into that mindset, if you have a gratitude and say, yes, I'm thankful that I'm going to, that I have received this already, that your brain actually goes to create solutions and become solution minded. So in that, you know, in how much greater the Holy Spirit can come through and give you the solutions you need and give you the answers you need versus when you're closed off and you don't have that mindset yeah. of worship. Yeah. But let's be clear, you know, it's not like just, and I, I appreciate the secular world realizing some of it, but it's not a, it's not a mind over matter thing, just to be clear. It's oh no, not, It's not just, see, it's not, here's the difference. It's not about positive thinking. It's about positive believing. And that's the difference yes. between someone like, and I, you know, I have respect for the motivational speakers like Tony Robbins and those guys, but you know, positive thinking will only get you so far. And it's actually, it won't get you very far at all. If you compare it to where God wants to take you. Okay. There's yeah. No, positive not thinking positive thinking, you, but positive worship thinking, worshipful thinking, right. Yeah. You know, positive believing will bring you to a limitless life. Absolutely. No, yeah. You gotta have you gotta have the mindset on Christ and then that will follow. God will show you the solutions. If you're mm -hmm. praying and seeking, he'll he will show you. Uh, so perfect, absolutely. beautiful. So listen, guys, here's what's gonna happen. Kristen's gonna pray for us in a minute. Now listen, again, this is the point where if you need her to have her head covered while she's praying, you might want to just log off now because this is gonna be a a viewer discretion. A, a I was about I was about to say I'm not gonna tell you what about that. Well, forget it. But uh, it almost came out very badly, but I was about to say. But the point is, guys, if viewer discretion is advised, this is definitely, um, you know, full facial praying here with Kristen Pettit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Thank I, you, actually, Lord. That was actually the part I edited to that, and I just realized how bad that sounded. Yeah. I didn't do it on purpose at all. It's okay. Sorry to all right. Just, just pray, please. I'm gonna just put you on. I'm gonna go on mute for a few minutes. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for who you are. God, we love you. We honor you. We thank you that you have the answers. God, your ways are so much higher than our ways. And first of all, I want to thank you. I thank you in faith for every person, for myself and every person who is asking for something right now, that there's a seed of faith that they're trying to follow, but they have this struggle inside and feel like they, they don't know if they can keep believing or, or it's been a long time and they need enduring faith. I pray for the grace to keep believing. I pray for their faith, Lord, to be encouraged. I pray for you to give a, you know, just an, an, a sign that they are in the right direction, praying for the right thing, Lord. For the person who feels confused about their direction and wants your approval on the steps that they're taking, God. Show them the right path. You have the perfect path. You have peace, Lord. Give each person who's listening tonight, give them a spark of, of your 
life, of your faith, of your just an extra dose of your spirit, Lord. And God, that really is the answer. When we just turn off all the noise, all the doubt and all the things that the enemy is trying to lure us into, and instead of having our mind go racing, go in circles, we just look to you. You will provide for us the faith we need, the peace, the wisdom, everything we need, God, the encouragement. You will never let, if you care for the sparrow, Lord, you care for each and every sparrow individually. How much more do you care for your precious people who you bought with your blood? Individually, by name, you have engraved them on your hand, Lord. It's not just a just a group mentality, Lord. You care for each person so specifically. These are all your precious precious children. But Lord, sometimes even if we have that head knowledge, we act as if we're just not that important to you. We're just not on your priority list. But God, you care so much and you care so much for our, our present, but you also see the future. You see the perfect timing of everything. You see everything. Lord, help us to receive what you are wanting to give us. Help us to receive your love and and your blessings, God. Help us. We don't deserve anything Lord, but you by by your grace and your unmerited favor give your love to us and you give to us. You want to lavish on us. You are a perfect father and you want to lavish on us such wonderful things, God. So help us to receive you most importantly and receive the gifts that you have for us and help us to pray through, Lord, the walls in our lives, the the places where we we have you know, our, you have actually put those things in our lives so that our faith may be encouraged, so that we may grow closer to you because you just can't be apart from us. You just want more and more of us. You just want to be closer to us, Lord. So help us to grow closer with you and walk closer with you as we pray through the things that you have actually put on our heart to pray through. So help us to pray through all of the things that you have for us, God. Help us to pray those things through, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, right now for the person who needs healing, for the person who needs that job, for the person who needs that relationship restored, for the person who needs to find their mate, for the person who needs that dream, that business, that that passion ignited, for the person who needs all those things, those family relationships, Lord, come through as only you can come through. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Great job, Kristen. Very good. Thank you. All right. So we got a bunch of prayer requests tonight. We're going to go right through. I'm going to kick off actually with doing uh, people who have prayed for health-related things. And guys, you know, for those of you who are writing in your prayer requests now, like Reggie Banas, I'm going to um, just incorporate those. So as you guys, you know, are uh, listening to us pray, we, we ask that you please pray with us for these people, but also feel free to send in your prayer requests as well. Good to see you, by the way. Again, Peter Russell, nice to be back with you. I see you've been checking out my Facebook page lately. Hope you're uh, enjoying all my little rantings there. Anyway, Diana B- uh, Bavaria, we're going to get to your uh, prayer request also. I'm going to start with the healings. Reggie says, please pray for my good health and blessings. Uh, Jim uh, says, pray for a church member of mine, basically it says the landlord wants to do a house inspection during the, the coronavirus pandemic, but he's worried that uh, the father who lives there, who has a compromised immune system, is 82 years old, is going to be exposed 
uh, and uh, at risk of getting the disease. And so we're going to ask God to fix the situation. Lily says, pray for my granddaughter, Tanisha. She has pain in her eyes and blurry vision. Patricia says her leg was crushed and her grown child is sick from COVID. Bebo prays prays for healing and restoration. Jacqueline says, pray for my daughter. She's sick from an ulcer. I need your prayers. Wanda says, my husband's having kidney trouble, a stroke, and a brain aneurysm. That reminds me, actually, I forgot, Kristen, that uh, a lawyer I know, actually, the um, it's a, a judge's brother, uh, was diagnosed with prostate cancer and is in the hospital now. He just had a collapsed lung and a stroke at the same time mm. um, named Pat. So I'll keep Pat in the prayers. And Juanita prayed yes. for daughter's healing. Hey, guys, I just want to say something real quick on all these things. And I should have said this earlier. You know, Kristen and I get so many prayer requests and some are from people we know and most of them aren't. But it occurs to me that very few of us know what other people are really going through, you know, and people Mm. put, you know, on a strong front and stuff like that. And that's probably a sermon on its own. But um, I'm inspired to say it's because the other day I was on Facebook and I saw one friend of mine who I respect. I like the guy he kind of was in a political debate with a, a, a woman and he was a little bit mean to her. And, you know, I understand politics can get heated, but I had to write to the guy. I said, listen, you got to give her a break. Number one, her son was, her son already died. And number two, her mother or father, I forget which had also died within the last week. And so can mm-hmm. you just like, just relax. And, and he wrote back, he's like, you know, thanks for telling me that, you know, I, I didn't know that. And, you know, I respect that. I'm glad that he, you know, apologize for it and, and understood, you know, he should, he should back off. But guys, more than that, I mean, really, we should just understand that in general. You don't know what people are going through. And, right. uh, you know, so maybe let's all just be a little bit more patient with, with each other. Okay. That's, that's my second message for you tonight. Now. It's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. So let's go through. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kristen. <laughs> work on focus. All right, guys, let's pray for these people. So, Father God, in Jesus' name, we pray for healing. We pray these things in faith. And I'm going to take my own lesson here, God. I thank you. I thank you now for the healing for Reggie, for his health and his blessings. Or I think it's a female. For her health and blessings. For Jim and that situation with, uh, with Maria and her father. Father God, I thank you that you're remedying that situation. This man will not get the coronavirus. For Lily... I thank you for her granddaughter, Tanisha. I thank you that you're going to heal, the, that you have healed the pain in her eyes and her blurry vision. For Patricia, I thank you for healing her, her crushed leg as good as new. I thank you for healing her, her child, which is sick with, who is diagnosed with COVID. I thank you for Bebo's healing and restoration, God. I thank you for Jacqueline uh, and for Jacqueline's uh, daughter, whose ulcer is going to heal. I thank you for Wanda and her husband. God, I thank you for a perfectly healthy kidney, his perfectly healthy brain that's free of aneurysms and strokes. I thank you for Juanita. I thank you for Juanita's daughter's healing. I thank you for uh, my friend Pat's healing before I forget. God, I thank you that by Christ's stripes, meaning the, the damage that was done to his body, we were healed. I thank you he was made a curse so that we could made a blessing. I thank you, Father God, that you are God, our doctor, and we thank you. He will not withhold any good thing from those of us whose walk is blameless. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. 
Amen. Well, I have some uh, spiritual prayers that I want to do right now mm-hmm. for some people asking for that. Um, Johnson is asking for their their family's min- ministry in India. Mm-hmm. I'm praying, and they say they're also praying for us and our family. And God bless our ministry. Well, thank you for that. We we definitely appreciate your prayers so much. Um, and and then we have Ama who needs divine visitations. And Jasmine, who prays for her spiritual life. And Kristen, one more came in. Also, if you could add Sherry just to pray that she gets closer to God. And Sherry getting closer to God. Um, And I just want to add, I just saw um, on Facebook, a a family I know just went through a tragedy. So I'll just add them into this while I'm thinking of that. Um, Lord, I do pray for that family that I know. I pray that you comfort them. And be with them, Lord. Sometimes there's things that I see in the natural realm, and I just, I don't understand it. But it's not for me to understand. All I know is that we call to you, Lord. I sought the Lord, and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. And and d- delivered, delivered is the key word. So God, deliver this family and just be with them in their pain and be the, um, just just help them in this time, God, as only you can do. God, I pray for Johnson's ministry and all of India in general and, and their family. I pray for protection. I pray that your the ministry would go forth. I pray that there would be so many people that would come to know Christ in a new, new way, in revival and um, just a, a, a total uh, takeover of your spirit in that land and every land. For Amma, I pray for the divine visitations, Lord. Uh, meaning this person wants to know more of you, more of your spirit. I pray for no counterfeit spirit. I pray for your Holy Spirit to take control of this person's life. For Jasmine, her spiritual life, and for Sherry as well, Lord. Just just rock them at the core and give them more of you. And I heard a thing, a story today. One of the um, people uh, that I really uh, love, this uh, uh, um, just a wonderful uh, story about how John Wesley was praying in a room and all of these other uh, students were coming into the room and saw the places in the carpet that were worn because of his prayers and because of him getting on his knees and praying every day. And a young man walked in and said, Lord, do that, renew this in my day and, and do it with me. Do what you did in his life to a greater extent. Do it with me. And that young man was Billy Graham. And so I'm reminded when I hear these these stories of these people asking for spiritual growth, Lord, for all of us, God, we want that revival. We want that the the whole there's a a whole wide open field, Lord, for all of us to step up to the plate. So we want more of you. That's where revival starts in our hearts. We ask for more of you, Lord, so that we can go forward in faith and accomplish everything you have and just take the kingdom by force. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Another superstar prayer there by my my incomparable beauty. Oh, well, you are the most handsome man of God. So that that is why we're together. <laughs> okay. Well, I got that going for me. Yeah, yes. All right. <laughs> many, many. Let's get to some of these financial prayers. Mitch says, uh, please help me to pray that I might find solutions to my financial problems. Okay. So actually, let's be more specific, Mitch. Um, God already has a solution. So what we're going to do is we're actually going to pray. Uh, we're going to thank God for the solutions and pray that he gives them to you. Someone whose name is, oh, wow. Uwa Bayingabire. Uwa, 
Owembaying Abire, who also says, my name is Delphine. Okay, it's easier. Let's go with Delphine. Delphine says, please help me. Please keep in your prayers. I've lost my job in this pandemic, and now the landlord wants to put me out of her house because I can't pay the rent um, with my four children. Christina says, pray for my financial problems. Ivy says, uh, please, I want God to help me pay all my debt because my marriage is breaking off of this debt, and my husband and I are not happy anymore since last December up to now. Phonia says, I need a job. Someone whose name is just Et or E.T., I don't know which, says, I need God's favor and blessings for a job. It's been 10 years. I'm a degree holder. I'm not try- I'm trying not to give up praying and trusting him. The spirit's willing, but the flesh is weak, and I got divorced recently. And Shazad uh, asked us to pray for a financial problem. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you look at things that strain a marriage, you know, people think about like adultery and stuff like that. And that's really, you know, that's a huge part of it. Don't get me wrong. But I think like a close second would be financial problems, you know? Yes. And uh, yes. that's why, you know, Chris and I have decided that when we are finally married and we've already started talking about budgeting and things like this, that, you know, we're not going to go out and buy the most expensive house we can get or, or the most expensive cars we can buy because, you know, you go, everybody, nobody has constant income. Everybody's going to have, you know, more sometimes and less other times. That's just how it is. That's life. That's reality. And we don't ever want to have the strain put on our relationship or just on our lives in general because of that. And so, you know, there's, there's something to living within your means. We'll see how long that lasts the way I spend. But anyway, I, I, I like shoes. What do you want me to say? Um, but, you know, there's also then people who, who just are struggling financially even without that. And, and for example, our friend Delphine here. So listen, for those of you who are struggling because of, uh, you know, you, you, because you're trying to pay the rent and stuff like that, or, you know, those who, who see the financial pressure, who see the pressure that finances put on your marriage, you know, it's something we're cognizant of. It's something that we're certainly sympathetic to, but here's the thing. It's also something that God has a solution for. All right. I should really do a a whole series on prosperity because it's probably the thing I know the most about. And it's something I haven't spoken a lot about. So, yes. All right. Let's let's pray. So, Father God, we thank you for Mitch and we thank you that you have us. You have solutions for his financial problems. We thank you for Delphine. We thank you for her four children. We thank you that we have yet to see the righteous forsaken nor their children begging for bread. We thank you that just as you provide for a sparrow who doesn't worry about what to eat, just as you provide for the, the, the flowers that don't worry about how to dress themselves. So you will provide, so you've already provided for Delphine and her children. And we thank you for that. We thank you for Christina, that you have already solved her financial problem, that you are more than enough, that you're pouring out a blessing upon her. She will not have room enough to contain. We thank you that, that, that you have already paid off Ivy's debts and you have already restored Ivy's marriage. And we thank you, Father God, that they will be prosperous people. We thank you that you have a great job for Phania and that it's on its way. We thank you that you have a great job for Et and that it's on its way as well. We thank you, God, that you have a solution for his relationship problems. And God, we thank you that you're bringing Shazad's financial problems to an end. We thank you, God, that your word says that Christ was made poor so that we could be made rich. And I understand that rich doesn't mean everybody has their own private jet or something like that. But it absolutely means that you are the God of more than enough, that you're the God who provides for all of our needs. You are God, our provider, and that you want to provide for our needs to such an extent 
that we have the capacity to, to help other people as well. We thank you that you are a God who wants to open up the windows of heaven onto us so that we would not have room enough to contain it. And God, I just pray, I thank you that you're answering all of these prayers for all these people. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We've got some people asking and praying about their studies. And so uh, we know that that's very important as well. Um, all of these areas are important to God. And so Amani says, praying from Tanzania, I need God to work with me in my doctrine and help me with all my needs. Needs And Madeline says, prayer for my study. So Lord, um, we know that you care about everything. You care about the smallest details. You care about the things um, that are the bigger details. You care about everything that concerns us, Lord. Um, you know, sometimes we forget how much you really care. You care about the Amani and Madeline, their studies, their, their every single test they take, every single question they have, every single, um, God, you are so meticulous down to the minute details, Lord, of our lives, whatever concerns us, Lord. So be with them, give them um, your, just bring back everything they've studied, Lord, as they put in the work, Lord, give them the focus and just um, let them succeed and bring them to the next place they should be. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, we have some kind of general prayers here. Um, there are enough people here who some of these general prayers are from people who've written it. I'm going to go through these real quick. And then Kristen, we'll get to some of the other people who've written it, including Peter Russell. Peter, it's always good to see you. Thank you for writing another novel here for us to go through. You know, I, you, you talk about how these Baptist Kristen do these like three part sermons. Peter always has like a three part prayer. And then when he's done with that, he's on the feed praying for other people who have needs as well. So thanks for that help, Peter. All right. It's well, spiritual Red Bull. He's just like, you know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let me go through some general prayers here. Okay. So a bunch of people ask us to pray for their family, including uh, Jelen, J-E-L-Y-N, um, who just wrote in. Valentina, Mire, and Veronica all said pray for my families. Uh, so he's, say he says, uh, just ask for prayer. Diana asked us to pray for her relationships. And Lenny says, pray for his family to be all safe. So, Father God, we thank you for Jelen, Valentina, Mire, Veronica, Diana, Lenny, and Saihis. God, we pray for their families. We thank you that you hold all of these people in the palm of your hands. We thank you that you want to provide, that you are providing for all these people, not just, not just financially, but in their health, in their spiritual life, bringing them closer to you. We thank you that you are protecting all of them. We thank you that all things work together for all of these people because they love the Lord and they are called according to your blessings. God, I just, my my prayer for them tonight is they realize how valuable and how loved they are um, by you. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to say hi to Tom Perez, who's walking in faith in Peru, um, to our friends in Pakistan. All right, let me give you Peter Russell's, Kristen. He says he's got a major praise report and then his three his characteristic three prayer requests. So the praise report is that no is that not only is Ashton coming to visit in three weeks, she's moving here for good at the end of April. Oh, that's wonderful. Yes. Amen. Well, thank you for that prayer. We're happy for you. And for those who don't know, Ashton is Peter's wife, I believe, right? Yeah. And for a while, I'm just the, the praise report is when we met Peter, 
they were definitely separated and things were not looking good in the natural. And um, Peter stood in faith and we prayed with him. And, you know, step by step, it just it just started falling back into place. And now, you know, we're seeing that sort of the final pieces fall here. So we're really happy for you, Peter. And we give God all the praise for that. Yes. Amen. Okay. So number one, a three-part prayer, Kristen. Or do you want me to do it because I can read it? I'll just read it. Yeah, either way. Okay. Prayer number one, that we have the wisdom and knowledge of when to, for her to have surgery and finding the apartment we're, we're meant to have when she comes for good. Number two, what is happening in Kenosha, which is, uh, I believe that's, is that Wisconsin? Yeah, I think uh, so. That's 40 minutes from downtown Chicago. It's rumored that they're going to start targeting stuff here again. And three, safety for Ashton's family in Louisiana with the hurricane. You know, on this uh, Kenosha stuff with this violence, I got to tell you, Kristen, um, the verse that comes to my mind when I see all this violent rioting and looting and now these other people shooting back because what did you think was going to happen is is the verse. I'm not taking sides here at all. I'm just saying I'm right at what Jesus said, which is, you know, they who live by the sword will die by the sword. And mm. just yeah. putting that in contemporary language, you know, violence just begets violence. And this idea that anyone is going to affect, you know, meaningful social change by by blowing up cities or by shooting right. at people, you know, it, that's just yeah. not what happens. That's, you, you know, and, and people say, what about the American Revolution? Listen, it, it, first of all, that was a different time. But, you, you know, that was wars aren't wars aren't God's plan in the first place. OK, now the Bible says there will always be wars and rumors of wars, but God doesn't want there to be wars. So as much as, you know, we Americans, we're, we're glad to have our own country. We celebrate our independence. Um, you know, it, it, I don't know that it's consistent to say that it's a great thing that we had to fight for that and kill for that. OK, it would have been better if we were just allowed to do it peacefully. And, and I'm not going into the politics of it. Um, but when we look at what's happening in, in the cities and the streets, look, we have a justice system. You know, we're not oppressed by a foreign king. OK, we have police, right. we have law enforcement. And so this what we're seeing whenever something bad happens and there's all this rioting and looting, that's just an orgy of violence that just, you know, the the idea that you're going to build up a system of justice by destroying civilization is completely fatuous. It absolutely is. And and all you're really doing is sowing the seeds of destruction and, uh, you know, bringing about mutual destruction. That's all it really is. So that's my little rant on that. And for those who don't know, there's also a hurricane that, that's headed, I told you this, Kristen, in the in the Gulf of Mexico now, right towards Louisiana. So yeah. uh, number one, we, we thank you for Peter. We thank you. You have a great apartment for Peter, a luxury apartment for he and his wife and his his children, which are on their way, a series of places for them. God, we thank you for these people. We thank you that they stand in faith. God, we pray against all this violence in Kenosha and everywhere else. We pray for the safety of law enforcement. We, we pray for the safety of innocent people. God, we also pray for just the conviction of people who uh, who are just engaged in all this violence and all this destruction. You know, Kristen and I watched a rather silly movie over the weekend. Uh, it was the last Star Wars movie. And there's a, a scene in there where these people who were enemy soldiers talk about how they were ordered to commit evil and kill people. And they just spontaneously felt the force tell them not to do it. Well, that's stupid because uh, that's it's fictional. But God, we know that you that that we serve a living God, a God that's of right. the Holy Spirit. 
And God, we know that you can you can bring about conviction and you can bring about peace. Bible says, blessed are the peacemakers, not the war makers. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called yep. children of God. And so, God, I pray that that the especially the communities of faith there rise up and become very intolerant of this and just start bringing people to Christ through this. And lastly, God, for this prediction of a hurricane, we speak directly to that hurricane. It sounds silly. I don't care because, first of all, it doesn't cost me anything. We speak directly to that hurricane. We order it away from the coast. We order those people to be safe. Yes. And, God, we just pray this just nothing more than a few drops of rain. But, God, whatever your will is, if if this is going to be a full-blown hurricane, then God, we pray for the safety of people and also the wisdom of people to make the right decisions and be led by your wisdom. So we don't have a repeat of what happened with, um, uh, what was that hurricane, Kristen, that hit Louisiana years ago and the people didn't leave? Katrina. Was it Katrina? Yeah. Where where the people just just stood around, didn't leave, didn't take it seriously. And, and you know, leadership was lazy about it. God, we just pray that you take over in that, that whole situation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Let me give you some Kristen here. I did that one. Prayed for Valentina. Here's one. Someone whose name is S. Viona Ali says, I'm at a loss right now. I have no idea what God's doing in my life. It's like everything I ever wanted and have been praying for for 11 years all of a sudden came only to fall apart. I'm so down right now. I just don't understand. I need clarity and the strength to let go of everything that God doesn't want for me. Mm. Well, S, I'm going to call you S. Um, Lord, please be with this individual, this beautiful individual. Be with us, Lord. You know what her needs are, God. You know that you have a plan. The enemy just tries to cloud our minds sometimes and just make it look like there's no way out and that this is the end, but it's really the beginning of a beautiful chapter you have. Sometimes you use things, Lord, to show us and just just point us more to you. When we're at the end of our rope, you begin, Lord. That's where the options, when all other doors are closed, Lord, you open up the real option, the option that is you, the only option. God, I pray that you give us right now, your spirit descends on her, that beyond anything else, she just has a peace that passes understanding, that you give her wisdom right now. You give her, let her mind be the mind of Christ. That's where the solution-oriented things come from when you have the mind of Christ. Lord, heal every wound, heal everything, God. We, we renounce any confusion or fear. Lord, we just ask that you would come in and show her the beauty that will come from these ashes. In Jesus' name, amen. Great, great, great job. Our friend Evangelist Shawes Gill says, praise the Lord watching you guys from Pakistan. Keep praying for my ministry. Well, we certainly do that, uh, Evangelist. We thank you. We thank you. I know Pakistan is not the easiest place in the world to evangelize, but keep up the good work there, my friend. God, please continue to to bless and protect uh, Evangelist Gill's uh, whole ministry over there. We're very grateful for him and all the good work that he's doing. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, let's see. Good to see Riza Buenaventura again. Sherna 
Father God, we we didn't pray for Sherna in the general studies, general studies, in the general prayer. She just says, good morning, pray for me as well. And Father God, we we thank you for Sherna Rovert. Um, and we thank you that you're meeting all of her needs. And and God, Sherna, you know, I just think that um, we're going to pray for you to really get closer to God and get to know him better. And, um, you know, so that you can pray for other people's needs in Jesus' name. Okay. I'm going to take Reza here. Reza Buenaventura says, please pray for me and my kids to have a good health, also my work and business and my spiritual situation, and to have a forgiving heart. God, you know, Reza Buenaventura has been a faithful follower of ours, but more importantly, God, she's uh, got great faith in you. And we pray that you bless her with great health. We pray you bless the works of her hands. If there are people at her job or whatever that are causing her problems, God, we pray that you just make a way where there is no way that you advance her. We pray for her business to be totally prosperous. We pray for her spiritual situation, that she comes to know you better, that there's no room for any doubt in her life. And God, we pray that she learns how to forgive. Um, I don't know. Have I really done a sermon on forgiveness, Kristen? We did, did one a long ago. time ago. Yeah, about a yeah but ago. I think there's another one. Yeah. Well, forgiveness is no small thing. Um, Riza, but we certainly pray that God shows you how to forgive. In fact, the Bible says we have to forgive if we expect to be forgiven ourselves. So, Father God, we thank you for Riza. We thank you for her children, her health, her work situation. God, I listen for these people who they send us these prayers a lot, and we're thankful for them. But we also, God, I want to see Riza now sending me praise reports a lot as well. Mm, In Jesus' yes. name, Amen. Uh, Peter, says, sorry, it became a habit. That's all right, Peter. Listen. Who cares? No, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Kimberly Lind, here's one for you, Kristen. Uh, she writes, it's me, Kimberly, again. My marriage of, 20, of 25 years, I feel like his heart is so hard towards me. He shuts me out of everything in his life, and I'm going through menopause, so that's not helping anything. Okay? Mm-hmm. Kimberly, I'm, I don't know why I just in the spirit. I just saw that movie. I don't know if you've ever seen it, um, called war room with Priscilla Schreier. And, um, it's just, it's just a wonderful Christian movie. Um, and it talks about the power of prayer in any situation, but in a, in a situation similar to yours, um, especially when marriages go through changes and, and different things. And so I just pray while all this is going on, I pray that God would comfort you and he would be the lover of your soul and fill that space that you are so longing for your husband to fill, that God would fill that for you and that he would also, that you would not um, go into the mode of, um, the enemy just wants you to kind of just say, give it up, but God has called you uh, to fight for your marriage and to fight for what the Lord has for you. So I just pray that God gives you the strength to begin just praying and calling out and calling out promises in scripture over um, your future and your marriage. And we do pray. We pray for your husband and we pray that his heart, that is that callousness, the seared conscience, consciousness and um, conscience, I should say, <laughs> um, would just that his heart would totally turn around um, and God would just soften his heart 
and give him that heart of, of a man of God's heart. And that he would realize through the Lord that what is happening and God is a God of restoration. And I'm, I pray that God makes your marriage not just back to the way it was before, but even better than it's ever been. And I pray in the meantime that with what's going on with your um, emotions and hormones and everything going on in your life, that God would just be at the center and that you would be able to just rely on him and grab a hold of him and that you would literally feel his presence and know in this, what seems to be this mess, that God has a miracle for you and that God has a plan and that you would just latch onto him and feel him comforting you. In Jesus' name, amen. Sorry. Great job there, Kristen. Uh, Thank you. Uh, the person we just prayed for, S. Viona Ali, says, Amen. Thank you, Sister Kristen. You too, Brother Jordan. God bless you always. Risa says, God Thank you, Jordan, you. for powerful prayer. It's absolutely our privilege. Um, yes. And to the gentleman, Haroon Amin, who keeps writing to us, I'm going to look for your message, uh, Haroon, in, our, in the messages, and I'll, I'll respond to you tonight, all right? Okay, that wraps up our prayer request for the night. Kristen, can you please uh, lead these good people in the call to salvation? Yes. If you have never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is your perfect opportunity. You definitely want to do that because your life will never be the same again. It'll be a brand new, beautiful life full of peace and joy and love. So just follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we're so excited for you. You can comment on the video or you can send us a message. We'd love to know about it. Absolutely. All right, guys. Listen, thanks for another great night. It's really always our, our privilege and our pleasure to be able to come into your homes and uh, and just pray with you. And um, Sharin says, pray for me, my family in Fiji. My sister's going through bad times. All right, we have certainly have time for that, Sharin. So, God, thank you for Sharin Nisha. We thank you for her family. And God, we lift her sisters up to you who she says are going through bad times. God, you're, you know, you are the calm within the storm. Just as Jesus spoke to the storm and, and said, you know, peace, be still. God, we speak that over Sharin's life and over that of her sister's life. Just say, peace, be still, God. Give them peace. And again, Sharin, if you didn't see the beginning of our uh, sermon today, you know, this kind of ties everything nicely in a circle that when you're going through something, make your petitions known to the God. Uh, through prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, and he will give you the peace that passes understanding in Christ Jesus. All right, guys, thanks for joining us tonight. We'll be back again Friday night, Eastern Standard Time at 730, um, as always. So thanks for joining us. Until we see you next time, as always, be blessed and be a blessing. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.